We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. No, this is not a border crisis. It's a voter drive. And to understand it, you have to understand the link between what's going on at our border right now and what's going on with the passage of 8R1, the so-called voting rights bill that legalizes mass voter fraud. They are one and the same. But the media has broken them into two, making one look like an immigration issue and the other looking like a voting and civil rights issue. They are not. They are one and the same. Part of a scheme to ensure never-ending power in a one-party system for the Democrat Party. Let me explain how they fit together, like hand and glove. Open borders and H.R. 1 are one policy, not two. What you're seeing at the border is a coup attempt, the third in about four years. There's actually two distinct phases to it. And once you understand the electoral reality, it makes sense. Let me start with H.R. 1. Why are they in such a hurry to drop every single immigration enforcement regulation, both in the interior of the country, but also at the border? To pack as many bodies in here as fast as possible. If they can get H.R. 1 passed, these illegal immigrants you're seeing at the border... They'll be registered voters. Now, if PolitiFact could hear me or Snopes.com, they'd fact check me and say I'm wrong. It's illegal for illegal immigrants to vote. Well, it was up until H.R. 1. Still is after H.R. 1's passage. But if you are not by law allowed to detect in any way or to question whether the people registered are illegal immigrants, does it even matter? And that's exactly the point. Look what H.R. 1 does. It mandates that anybody who wants to register to vote can. At the same time, it bans state-level voter ID, both for registration and also for voting. And it does another thing. Once you've registered, you can't be removed, even if it's proven later that you're a ghost registration. That is a registration of someone who doesn't exist. You've registered three times under four different addresses, or you're an illegal immigrant can't take you off the rolls. Now do you see how this works? Nobody will be allowed to check once they register. It's part of a three-pronged strategy to achieve one 
party American rule. You can go back 100, 150 years in history. Every single regime on earth ruled by a one-party system is an authoritarian regime, and the Democrats know it. They have but one goal, and all of their policies support it. That is, that Republicans will never again be able to win the House, the Senate, or the White House ever. In short, what you're seeing at the border is a massive voter drive. Let's go back to the Washington Post just a few weeks ago when they did the final tally. It turns out that Republicans lost control of Washington by just 90,000 votes across five swing states. That is the House, the Senate and the White House. 90,000 votes swing and the GOP controls everything. So here's the gambit. Here's the deal. Here's what they're trying to do to ensure we never get power back again, no matter how grossly unpopular their policies are. They've got to close the 90,000 vote gap. How do you do that? With H.R. 1. You make sure these illegals register to vote. You make sure that no one can remove them once they do and no one can detect them because voter ID is not allowed. Do you bridge the 90,000 votes that way? Perhaps that's just one way they're coming at it. The second way is they hope to get amnesty. In fact, they'd counted on it. They'd assumed they'd have it by now. You need to go back and listen to the Battleground podcast called A Miracle on the Razor's Edge. Two Democrat senators right now are blocking the end of the filibuster. So that would mean amnesty could pass with 50 votes. There's 50 Democrat senators in the Senate, plus a tiebreaker from Kamala Harris, right? Well, right now, Democrat Kirsten Cinema is holding out and saying she won't vote to eliminate the filibuster. Let's hope she keeps that perspective for another 19 and a half months. That's how long we have to hang on. If amnesty passes, that's 20 to 30 million votes, as I've told you before, 80% of which will go to Democrats. So here's how you hold onto power. This is assuming they can get around the filibuster. You pass H.R. 1 and you pass the amnesty. The amnesty puts illegal immigrant voters on the rolls and voting legally as citizens on the fast track pace of eight years. Used to be 13, they'll move it to eight. But to keep all of this from being reversed, Democrats have to hold on to power throughout those eight years. Hence, H.R. 1 and the flood at the border. You let in not just millions, but I'm telling you, they're going to go for tens of millions and you close the 90,000 vote gap. They hold on to power because no one can stop illegals from voting. And our system becomes utterly, profoundly corrupt. Now, this is their gambit. I'm not saying they're going to get away with it. Right now, actually, the opposite is happening. In these five swing states, all controlled by Republican legislators, they are trying to tighten the voting rules, not loosen them. But to understand how this works, you have to understand it'll go in two phases. You have to understand why Joe Biden or whoever runs his residency is doing things the way that they are. There's a very specific reason and the media won't tell you. I will, though, on the other side after the short commercial break. Stick around. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Let's start with this, the Remain in Mexico policy. And as I deconstruct this, you can see how this actually is a voter drive on our border, not an immigration crisis. The Remain in Mexico policy said, and every other country on earth that's industrialized uses it, but us, until Trump got us using it too. It says you must stop in the first country you come to after you leave your home country if you want asylum. If you continue on to the U.S. and you're caught, you will be disqualified from getting asylum. It worked. What Joe Biden said was, nope, close down the holding camps. Let's bring them all to the U.S. to wait on asylum rulings. Okay, 90% of people will not get asylum. Why would Joe Biden want to bring them here to wait? Easy. Because asylum is different than regular immigration, legal or illegal. It's the highest category. It was only supposed to be given to like a dozen people a year. Only the most extreme cases. We are government is literally trying to kill you. So what do you get when you get asylum? You get a work permit and free health care. See why Joe Biden wants to bring him here? He's got to get him here to get the work permit in their hands so that they can go compete head on with the 17 million unemployed. Why does he want them here if we have to pay for their health care and give them a work permit? Because if they get free health care and a job, they are more likely to stay, particularly right now with 17 million Americans out of a job and competition for jobs absolutely cutthroat. See how none of this is the kind of accident that causes a crisis? This is a man-made voter drive, a man-caused disaster. Senator Ted Cruz knows what's up. When the DHS secretary says there isn't a crisis at the border, from his perspective, he believes that because there's an old joke that, that, that the term illegal alien is no longer politically correct. The new term is undocumented Democrat. From his perspective, every person coming here illegally is another prospective voter. And the Democratic Party has abandoned the working class men and women, the millions of people who are out of jobs, who are seeing their wages pulled down. How extreme is this voter drive? So extreme, such as their greed for votes, that they're even letting the criminals stay. This is driving the attorney general of Florida, who is suing Biden to stop this practice, pretty much insane. 
You know, I've been speaking for weeks now and alerting Americans to the fact that this administration is thumbing its nose to its responsibilities under federal law. It is required to deport criminal aliens that are here illegally, and it is just saying we're not going to do it anymore. First, they canceled Operation Talon, which targeted sex offenders here in the United States illegally. And now they've released guidance, which is basically releasing into our streets serious criminal offenders. They're canceling detainers and requiring our law enforcement leaders to release them back into our states. And this includes heroin traffickers, people that are breaking into homes, uh, you know, use of a firearm with some of these felonies. I mean, it's unbelievable the folks that our right. law enforcement leaders are required to release. So My frustration has boiled over and we're going to hold them accountable in federal court. But the flood only continues. And those watching these policies are predicting it will grow to the biggest it's ever been. But then that's the goal. That's exactly what Biden told us he would do on his campaign website. Remember the one the Bernie Sanders Joe Biden platform. They published one together, said they would welcome their word, not mine. Welcome all all the world's migrants. How many migrants are there again? According to the Pew Trust, about 160 million total worldwide. All the world's migrants. Representative Mike McCall of Texas, who's also an immigration expert, made this prediction knowing what policies are being canceled. It's all about deterrence. And when the green light's on and the messaging is, if you come, you can stay, uh, they're going to come. And the traffickers know this. They're very smart. They're very advanced in, in their skills. And by summer, you're going to see, as my governor just said, uh, probably, you know, uh, somewhere around a million people trying to get into this country illegally. And as I said before, it, it's ironic that you can get into this country illegally uh, easier than you get a tour of this capital uh, right behind me. If we're on pace for a million by the summer, that's two million for the year, if you're doing the math. Enough with the existing population if they get H.R. 1 passed to ensure illegals will potentially decide the next election. Long before any amnesty bill, even assuming it passes by then, would allow them to vote as citizens. Remember, that's an eight-year pathway. Again, I'm not saying they're going to accomplish any of this. What I want you to know is what they're doing. There's a lot of people who are powerful, influential, listen to this podcast, as do state legislators across the country. This is what we are up against. We must stop the flow because they will not. This is a coup. There is no level of embarrassment once you understand the size of the electoral riches that they are pursuing that they won't endure now to get these people into the country. While the media attempts to confuse you, and yes, even Fox News calling this a crisis. Folks, a crisis is what happens when there's like an earthquake and people flee into the next door neighboring country or when the economy of Venezuela collapsed as it did a few years ago and a flood of you know human beings goes to Colombia. That's a crisis. Again, this is a voter drive. Here's the best, most honest explanation of what is going on that I have heard so far? It's from former Obama Border Patrol Chief Tom Homan. 
They inherited the most secure border I've seen in my thir almost 35-year career. So they're lying to the American people. And the promises they made, look, it, it doesn't take a genius to realize when you make promises that, hey, we're going to have amnesty, we're going to fix DACA, we're going to give you free health care. They already crippled ICE, 90% of their authority is taken away because there's no interior enforcement. They're being released as quickly as possible from the border. Again, in 1415, we built detention centers. We built 3,000 family beds. We built adult facilities. We held people. And after they lost their case, ICE removed them. And, and guess what happened? The surge went down because we ended the enticements. They're doing the complete opposite now, not by accident, not by incompetence, but by design. This is an open borders agenda, and they're not hiding it very well. During the month of February, uh, deportations and arrests, according to figures compiled by The Washington Post, they both fell by 60 percent. So if, you'll, if you're talking about 100,000 people, that's 60,000 people that they did not deport and they did not arrest. And there's a, a, a U.S. District judge down there, Dr. Uh, judge Drew Tipton, who said that uh, he noticed with his caseload changing, he said uh, ICE used to automatically deport felons arrested in Texas for human smuggling. Now they're released into the United States. He would sentence somebody uh, to be deported. Then ICE would just drop them on the street in Texas instead of sending them back to Mexico. That is what ha has happened in the last month or two. Look, the bottom line is 90% of the criminal aliens ICE arrested and removed last year cannot be arrested and removed this year. 90% of the criminals that they arrested and removed last year are no longer on the table because of new priorities of the administration. Look, this is the first president in the nation's history that's facilitating illegal immigration on our southern border. There's no other word for it. When you say you can come to the United States, we're not going to detain you. We're going to release as quick as possible. ICE, we, we're taking 90% of your authority away. We're going to give amnesty. We're going to reward those who who, uh, who committed a crime on the border. I mean, this, this is just, this, again, this isn't incompetency. This yeah. is by design. This is an open borders agenda. They've sold out to the progressive, and, and we're, we're, we're going to lose the border. You think the numbers are bad now? Wait till they end Title 42 then you're going to see a surge like we've never seen before. So who exactly is controlling the border right now? The voter drive operation has been turned over to the cartels. Says who? Says Texas Congressman Mike Burgess. There's a there's a business proposition here. The United States border is open. Let's let's get people up there. Uh, one of the things in your opening segment was so sad is the cartels are the ones who have operational control of our border. Uh, the United States does not. But here's a question. If there's already enough illegal immigrants, what, 20 to 30 million in this country, 11 million would do it to give Democrats permanent control of Washington. Why flood the border? There's actually a very good reason for that, because they're already planning for phase two. I'll explain coming up next after this break. The absolute recklessness of the Democrats voter drive is breathtaking. Their complete disregard and disdain for human life, almost unfathomable. Lindsey Graham bought up one of the better points. This is the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Al-Qaeda and ISIS would, do no, would love nothing more than to hit us again on the 20th anniversary to show that they're still alive and well. And this border insecurity is a great way for terrorists to come into our country. And the criminals? Well, they're already filing in, in massive numbers. As I warned you, they would. 
When Biden ended domestic enforcement, barring ICE from picking up 90 percent of the criminals they used to, he created a sanctuary country for the world's criminals. And so what will happen is anytime anyone is arrested for a crime, think rape, child sex abuse, bank robbery, burglary, and they bond out, which they do all around the world. Guess where they're coming? Here. This is from Fox News this morning to give you a taste. This is now where you come if you want to escape trial and ultimately a sentence in a Guatemalan or El Salvadorian prison. 800 um, people with criminal records also caught coming through. But those are just the ones we caught. But hey, the Democrats are trying studiously not to round up even the illegal immigrant sex offenders. That is astonishing. Again, it's because it's a voter drive and they are profoundly selfish people but let's get back to the key question if 11 million voters legalized would give them a permanent majority and there's likely 22 to 30 there could even be 40 million people here why do this because unlike conservatives democrats are great students of history and they know what the states will eventually do in fact will quickly do if It is believed, and we are right on the cusp of this, that Republicans can never win control of Washington again. They'll rebel. And it may take the form of secession. More than likely, it'll take the form of nullification. They'll simply start gaffing off the federal government and its increasingly ridiculous dictates. Democrats have a plan for that, too. In fact, they're long-term planners, and that's why the border is wide open, even though they already have enough votes, if legalized through amnesty, to rule the country forever. They don't want to rule a balkanized, broken-up country. Clumps of blue states, with the red states having seceded or nullified federal rule and enforcing their own borders, which is what will eventually happen. Now, they want to rule the whole tamale. So what do you do? Well, let's go back to the Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders platform. You welcome all of the world's migrants, 160 million total, according to Pew. So many people that guess what? There aren't any more red states, just mainly blue ones and purple ones, weak and wishy-washy enough that they will not rebel. And you hold the whole system together. You prevent it from shattering and balkanizing, and you rule it all. This is their plan. I'm not telling you it will work. But this is what you are seeing. This is why they are willing to enrage the American people with a human flood at the border, Knowing if, at worst case, they lose an election, they'll get these bills through eventually. Again, I'm not saying it'll work. They've been at this since at least 2005, in partnership at that time with the Bushes. But, and, and they haven't managed or succeeded to pull it off. But time is ticking, and every day the flood over the border continues, the voter drive goes. And the reversibility of all of this dwindles. Democrats have another Trump card, too. His name, ironically, is Biden. Normally, you do unpopular stuff like flooding the border. And folks, I'm telling you, it will be millions, five million, maybe even tens of millions before they stop. Normally, you do that in a lame duck session when you've already got the electoral challenge behind you. But they've got Joe Biden. 
a largely incapacitated fool who is in some stage of dementia. So they're front-loading it all, all the most unpopular stuff, trying to ram it through under Joe to preserve their electoral chances by eventually replacing him with Kamala, who will be nice and clean as the wind-driven snow, not like that guy Joe Biden who opened the border and flooded the zone. And whether Joe is even hip to any of this, much less what's going on around him, is hard to tell. This latest outrageous incident at a hardware store the other day shows it. They trotted him out to at least show him that he could leave the White House. And he gets a question from a local member of the media. What about the crisis on the border? He turns toward her with that now trademark blank lost look on his face. And he's yanked away by his handlers. The leader of the free world isn't allowed to ask questions unless those who are flooding our border say so. They cut his feet twice last week. And now they decide whether reporters get to ask him questions and whether he gets to answer. Clearly, he's a hostage in the White House. And they are palming all this off on him. To what level of knowledge of his, nobody knows. Here's the clip. They sound and act not as aides, but as nurses, keepers in a nursing home, telling grandpa it's time to go change his diaper and take a shower. Finally, just to drive home for you how cynical the Democrats' gambit is here, take a listen to this audio. It's by Texas Representative Mike Burgess. He sponsored an amendment to the stimulus bill that would give out N95 masks and COVID test illegals at the border. Now, this amendment wouldn't actually stop them. God forbid the Democrats would never go for that. It would just test them. Take a listen to how that turned out. Take a listen to how the Democrats, who jumped all over Tom Brady, called the Super Bowl a super spreader event, couldn't believe Brady goes out without a mask and vilified anybody who questioned their lockdown regime, take a listen, folks. They don't care about COVID. It's just another weapon, like the human flood at the border. Uh, I offered an amendment that said, look, let's at least do testing and provide personal protective equipment for people who are coming across the border, not stopping them. Just let's test them so we know whether or not they're COVID positive. Let's give them an N95 mask before we send them off into the country. And that was turned down by the Democrats. They didn't want any part of that. Uh, no, we're, we're fine with the way things are. Wow. Why? Because every one of those COVID tests that turns into a positive, even the ones that turn into a negative, Results in a record the Democrats would rather the public not see until it's too late. And that is what is going on at our border. Not a crisis, but a voter drive. Thank you for listening to today's Battleground America podcast. Subscribe and share with like-minded friends and family across this country. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on radio.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to share with your friends and family. Thank you for listening.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.